Welcome to the study podcast. We are here to encourage and to equip the church that people would fall in love with Jesus and better serve him today. You know, today I've just kind of been thinking about the validity of a online podcast, um, online ministry. Now for um, several years I've been just wrestling with the fact of what it what it means to be in ministry, what it means to be a um, you know, bivocational uh, person that wants to serve in the church, uh, preach the word, teach on Sunday schools, teach um, podcasts, and you know throughout different experiences, I came to you know lead Bible studies and and come to find that I just have a, a love for teaching. And um, you know, then this last year, um, I founded you know this this podcast, which uh, I think it's the 25th of January. I was looking back, will actually be our one year anniversary of our first podcast. Um, and just that, you know, look at looking back over this year, if you would have said to me a year, year and a half ago, that oh you you'd be doing an online ministry and uh, trying to reach out to people, I would have been like you know that that doesn't really have much merit and uh yeah just um thinking of of one verse uh that you know um that what we do for the lord isn't in vain you know even sitting here and you know looking at ministry in general um wherever you're at uh whether you're in a small church a mega church or uh by yourself and even a forgotten country that isn't isn't talked about you know, god God loves you wherever you're at um and he he wants you to mature in Christ he doesn't want you to walk into sin he doesn't want you to stumble and fall you know and and days are hard days are are dark you know you, you get on the news and you read about what's being said and what's being done in our country and in other countries and you're just like yeah, man where where is our rescue where is Jesus and you know sometimes it's just hard to realize that even in the darkest of times God is working God is chiseling away and restoring creation and 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 bringing beauty from ashes, um, healing, uh, in the brokenness. And, and, you know, we have the opportunity as people that are in him to be about that or to be about ourselves. Um, you know, apart from being, you know, apart from Christ, you, you have the free will, maybe to to choose what sin you want to be a part of uh and even then i i i feel like god has given you over delusion and and allowed you to uh reside in what you want uh so i i guess there's some choice in there but in a christian's mindset in a in a person that is in jesus that literally is part of the beloved uh the the body of Christ, you have one or two choice, one of two choices. You, you can lean into God and trust him 
and be the part that he calls you to be. Or you can resist and fight and and be against everything of God in your life. And, you know, the, and we don't have time today to get into the theological quandaries of those um, that you know, Christians have been fighting over since Pelagius and Augustine um, of, of what happens to people uh, that, you know, but uh, any and all, and one day I would, I would love to do several podcasts on those areas of, of, um, of what it means. But you have uh, a choice before you to resist God and his will for you or, or to lean fully into it and lean not on your understanding, but in every way acknowledge him, uh, you know, and, and to really come about knowing that you're not your own, knowing that, you know, no matter what kind of pain or trouble or sorrow comes your way, that God loves you, beloved. God loves you because you are his son you are his daughter. And if you've placed your trust in Jesus Christ, that's never going to change. It never will. You know, you, you are his. And and that's what I love about you know, Romans is that neither height nor depth, neither you know anything, anything of this world or of of the other, you know not even yourself can get into the radical, relentless, reckless love of God because he loves you with an everlasting love and he loves this world and he, he wants us to be set on fire for it. He wants us to show that agape love, that that wholeheartedly love you know, love your community, love your coworkers, love your pastors. Pastors love your congregation. You know, and yes, with that love, you know, comes truth. Because, quite frankly, not not telling the truth is is being hurtful. It's being misleading. You know, and and the truth of it is is that this world is broken. The, this world has brokenness, hurts, and pains in it. And we are all sinners. We are all under the wrath of God. And. That means death. That means hell. You know, there's bad news. There's bad news in the world. There's bad news in the word of God that says wrath is coming. Judgment is coming. Jesus and John the Baptist spoke about this. Repent for the kingdom of God is near. You know, we need to turn from our understanding and from our actions and we need to confess 
that yes, we are sinners and agree with God, acknowledge the fact that we need him and come to that that pleasing faith, come to the understanding that, you know, God is your savior and place your faith, your trust in him and rely on him for your salvation. And it's a wonderful experience knowing that no matter what happens, no matter what trouble or pain comes your way, that Jesus is your all in all. Oh, Jesus has come for you. And, and that's that's what we should be celebrating. You know, there's so many gifts under the tree. There's so many things that, you know, yearly people flock for. People, you know, want the Alexa or want the newest toy. You know, they, they want the, the coolest gadget from, from Amazon. And it's like, what about, what about God? What about God? It's like some, some shepherds knew some people from the East, Magi from the East, knew. Herod the Great knew. Mary knew. Joseph knew. And and you can see their reactions to it. You can you can pick up the book of Luke and, and you can read their reactions of of wonderment and amazement from the shepherds, uh, you know, to residing and keeping everything in their her heart like mary and and then like the other part of the the world reacts violently saying i i will i will destroy oh come you know come and tell me where he is uh, like herod because we have one or two reactions to god and that's utter amazement or downright warlike attitude uh found in psalm 2 where the nations rage, uh, they, you know, they continually rage against God, and yet God laughs, because if we do not kiss the sun, we are liable for wrath, you know, we are, and it's like, you know, so many people are like, you know, oh, you know, a God of wrath, you know, isn't a God of love. And, you know, my God would never send people to hell. And it's like, well, first off, God is not your God. Uh, God is God. God is a triune being of Father, Son, and Spirit that has been whole and full of love and holy and righteous and just and good for all eternity and he made you, he made us, he made all of this, this beautiful world, this glorious sunset that I'm looking at as I uh, record this podcast. He, you know, he brought the seasons, you know, we're enjoying a season up here, um, you know, but you are not your own. Even if you resist and rebel, you have to come to an understanding of the biblical account right here to understand why Christians are always so much about like, well, if you died tonight, where would you go? Which is a heavy, complicated question. 
But I think we really need to circle it back around and say, you know what? God is the creator. God made you. And you're not for your sin. You're not for your idols or your hobbies or your family. You're actually made for God. You're actually made for the Almighty. You're made to be in his good pleasure. That you may know God and enjoy him forever. That's what the Shorter Westminster Catechism says. That's what you're made for. You know, that's the problem. That's the biblical problem is that man has rebelled. Man has thought that, no, I know better. And that's where we are, even in this point of history. Man thinking they know better. You know, and I had this whole uh, Christmas, you know, it's it's Christmas time podcast. And, you know, I'm, I'm excited to celebrate with my kids. I'm excited to celebrate with my wife and, and, you know, we, we're excited, you know, because we celebrate the birth of our Lord. We, we get together and we exchange gifts and, you know, we got to go get the kids something fun and something useful. And that's, that's usually what we do every year. We get something fun and we get something useful, you know, because that's, you know, it's not about the gifts. It's about the gift it's about the Son of God that came to rescue and redeem humanity that flailed against God, that would and did murder God as he came to rescue and redeem them. And yet through that murder, through that crucifixion, he came all the way through for us because he loves us. He he set aside the shame and during the cross, knowing what was to come, that we could have the righteousness of God. We could walk because of his grace. We could walk in the good works that he has granted us. You know, and, and that's the amazing thing about Christmas is not the twinkly lights, but the light. The light of God has come to seek and to save that which was lost. And that's all of humanity. All of it. Not just select few. Not just somebody all of it. He has come to the reaches. He has taken off his crown. He has clothed himself in sackcloth. And he has become a babe born in Bethlehem, the city of David. Yo, I love it. I love the story of God. Because it's the story of our redemption. It's the story of the fact that it's not over. Even when you think it is, God loves you and he calls for you and he cries out for you and he asks, where are you? Where are you? And you can answer him like Adam. 
You can say, I was afraid and I hid myself and I clothed myself in religion and I tried and I tried and I tried. Or you can be like Isaiah. You say, here I am, Lord. I'm a man of unclean lips, of an unclean people. And then your heart changes and you're like, send me. Let me share this with others. Because this is what's needed. It's not more gifts. It's not more presents. As cool as they are, it's the fact that God's love is here. You know, yeah, it's it's Christmas time, and and you know, it's crazy to think it's only five days away. I'm like, whoa, I got to wrap presents. But God earnestly wants us to know that things that we do for Him are not in vain. You know, working and and praying and pleading with others to come to Jesus whether it's through small drops of grace here and there or whether it's through community events or whether it's through praying for your pastor and supporting your church. You, me, everyone has a place in the body because we are important. We are important because we are in the beloved and his body needs what you have and that's gifting and that's calling and we need to be willing not just this season but all seasons to reside in the word to be like Isaiah and understand that our uncleanness needs to be acknowledged but also God needs to be acknowledged we need to have faith We need to understand that he exists and understand that his promises are real and that we need to live in the fact that one day the souls around us will reside in either heaven or hell. And yeah, those are big questions to ask and you don't have to start off there. You know, sometimes I think it's the, the better questions of where does morality come from? What do you think about God? Who is Jesus to you? You know, what does Christmas mean? You know, there's some really good books that I would suggest that even if you just give them to a friend and say, hey, you know, I've read this. I was wondering if if you wanted to read it too. And the, The Case for Christmas by Lee Strobel is a really good one, a small little book that you can hand to people on the holidays. But... I thank you for taking this time to to listen. You know, and and understand and know that no matter what you do for the Lord, it's not in vain as long as you do it for his glory and his honor. You know, reading your Bible and praying, going and talking to a friend that's been on your heart, pleading out with God to redeem those in your life and and start that circle, start that cycle. And have a heart for those that do not know him yet. Now, thank you for joining us at the study podcast. Uh, We just want to wish you a Merry Christmas. 
We want to thank you for your time and we pray that you're encouraged by God's words and we encourage you to keep on studying. Until next time.